So first off, we have Kissing in Vietnamese by Ocean Vong. My grandmother kisses as if bombs are bursting in the backyard, where mint and jasmine lace their perfumes through the kitchen window, as if somewhere a body is falling apart and flames are making their way back through the intricacies of a young boy's thigh, as if to walk out the door, your torso would dance some exit wounds. When my grandmother kisses, there would be no flashy smooching, no western music or pursed lips. She kisses as if to breathe you inside her, nose pressed to cheek, so that your scent is relearned and your sweat pearls into drops of gold inside her lungs, as if while she holds you deaf also, scratching your wrist. My grandmother kisses as if history never ended, as if somewhere her body is still falling apart. Yep. So, first off, uh, the more striking things here would be the warlike imagery, firstly, and the singular stanza. So mm. it's a continuous poem from start to finish, and I think all these uh, work together to kind of convey the the intensity, the very extreme intensity of the grandmother's kids. So it's kind of like a, like a war zone that's extremely chaotic, extremely unpredictable. And of yeah. course, we see this, or we hear this with the the somewhat irregular meter as well. So the the very experience of reading it is uh, also, you can you can get a sense of that, that chaos uh, coming through. And also for some context, right, the warlike imagery and, I mean, the title itself, Kissing in Vietnamese, right, most of you probably know it's a reference to the Vietnam War, which lasted like two decades. Yeah. And yeah, let's move on with the first two lines. So my grandmother kisses as if bombs are bursting in the backyard. We, we hear the, the plosive alliteration, the B sound. Hmm. Uh, it kind of uh, conjures up images of like lips doing the kissing motion and, and we also hear the, the, the short and escalating vowel sound so bombs bursting backyard to also convey that uh, that dynamism yeah. and that very how do I say this a very incessant movement hmm. I really like the intertwining of that lips kissing motion and the violent imagery that's present in these words because it's a really jarring contrast but fits the theme so well the, the theme of the poem mm. and um yeah i think another striking line was the the one where it says flames are making their way back through the intricacies of a young boy's style especially this line uh because in this line the only uh, polysyllabic word is intricacies and amidst the other like monosyllabic words in this line, it, it kind of conveys like a sense of stumbling. So again, that sense of chaos, that sense of unpredictability, and it's kind of as if um, the, the the speaker is 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 like uh, stunned and arrested mm-hmm. in that uh, that feeling of being kissed. Yeah. So yeah, like it's likened to, of course, again being in a war zone. And also, there's an interesting contrast between the physical intimacy that's present in the word "die," right? Young boy's die. I mean, it's pretty mm. sensual, but then, right. yeah, but then it's flames making their way back through the intricacies of the young boy's die. And think of flames, think of blood as well. And so it's really violent imagery combined with the sensual part that's kissing. And that's something that really keeps surfacing in this poem. And yeah, on on the point of this poem being sensual, it's a, it's there's also another 
um, quite interesting line hmm. further down. So where it says nose pressed to cheek so that your scent is redolent. So that that nasally end sound kind of emulates uh, what's actually being described, right? It's uh, second, second half. Second half. She kisses at the... Oh, at the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With you inside. Yeah. Nose pressed to cheek. And yeah, it's very it's very visceral. It's very sensual. Hmm. And kind of actually experience that that scent going through your um your nostrils and, and going down to your heart. I think that helps. And yeah, it's the Sisra okay. helps as well, I think. The comma right. in the middle of that line. And yeah, the, go on, go on. Because she kisses as if to breathe you inside her. We get the pause. Nose pressed to cheek, so that your scent is relent. So with a uh, line break in... Where is it? Yeah, the line break already in the lines above, right? I mean, when my grandmother kisses, there would be no fleshy smooching, comma, no western music. Line break of purse lines, comma. She kisses as if to breathe you inside her, comma, nose pressed to cheek. So it's more truncated rhythm compared to the lines above. And so the pace is slowed down here. And I think it's because this is where the grandmother part comes in, the grandmother kissing, the grandmother kissing more, um, how do you say it? It's not as passionately as Westerners would do, but it's more, more kind of, um, how would you say? How would you describe it? Sentimental. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's the correct word. But yeah, definitely. I think the slowing down of the pace here with the Cicero does definitely does do something for me. Uh. Yeah, it's kind of like a detraction from like the how do I say the 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 excesses of of uh Western culture, right? Mm. The like. The ultra high accessibility of 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 content and and uh, media associated yeah. with the West and capitalism. So flashy smooching, Western music, it's all just like uh, uh, juxtaposed against that very slow image of kissing, mm. breathe you inside her nose, pressed to cheek. Yeah, and the breathing part is so much more spiritual. Like it's something you feel more viscerally compared. So the superficiality that's present in flashy smooching and Western music of pursed lips. Hmm. And yeah, now that now that you've mentioned it, uh, actually, it struck me that the first line of the poem is focusing more on the external. So it's like mm-hmm. bombs bursting in the backyard. It's outside. Mm. Uh, Min and Jasmine lacing their perfumes through the kitchen window. Uh, somewhere, a body is falling apart. So there's this sense of physical distance. And mm. and if you go on to the the second half, actually, it's more internal, yeah, for lack of a better word. So of course, there's a very obvious image of breathing someone inside, and, and sweat purling to drops of gold inside her lungs. And yeah, that's quite interesting as well. Moving from the external to the internal. Mm. Uh, something else that caught my eye also was the image of torso dancing from exit wounds. So instinctively, my first thought was um, kind of this contrast between pain and pleasure because dancing mm-hmm. is something that's usually viewed as pleasurable. Yeah. Uh, but of course, exit wounds are associated with gunshots. Mm. So yeah, I'm, um, what, what's striking me here is I think going back to 
the chaos of the war zone and the chaos of of being kissed, uh, where maybe the speaker is unable to identify whether being kissed is something that's painful or pleasurable yeah. or both at the same time. And the inability to discern whether it's pleasurable or painful also has like a parallel in how he's unable to fully understand or truly understand what his grandmother feels when she's kissing, what what kinds of what kind of personal history his grandmother carries with her. Because throughout the poem, the phrase as if is repeated so many times. Because as if, as if, as if, my grandmother kisses as if bombs are bursting, as if somewhere a body is falling apart, as if to walk out the door your torso would dance from exit wounds. A lot of this is just the poet trying to imagine what his grandmother had gone through due to uh, his personal reading, perhaps, on the Vietnam War, uh, the history of the Vietnamese people. And so it's not like he's fully able to understand the his grandmother's history. And so I guess that mirrors also his inability to discern whether kissing his grandmother would be pleasurable or painful, whether his grandmother enjoys kissing or whether his grandmother still carries that hurt in her. And nearing the end of the poem or so, we... Uh, uh, we can also see another contrast. So, Fong writes that as if while she holds you, death also is clutching your wrist. Mm. But he he follows on with my grandmother kisses as if history never ended. So, the the first image is something that one would usually associate with um, mortality, right? Like being painfully aware that eventually uh, you leave this world. But the second image, as if history never ended, would imply like an ability to transcend uh, time and space itself mm. so again there's that the idea of two opposites coming together at the same time and 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 that inability to truly um, describe or pinpoint uh, the, the the feeling that one might get when being kissed mm. I thought the as if history never ended part was referring to how trauma, family, like trauma from the Vietnam War will continue to live on in, uh, for the Vietnamese, even descendants who never gone through the Vietnam War, uh, for generations on and on and on. Mm. Yeah. And... But see, uh, nearing the end of the poem, right? As if somewhere a body is still falling apart. So this where, I mean, visually when you look at the poem, I mean, audience you, can't, you I mean you can't imagine what the poem looks like but <laughs> there's a line break uh after still so a body is still line break falling apart so very obviously something is falling apart the poem is falling apart and also the body is falling apart so Jovan, would you like to elaborate on this falling apart thing yeah so it's quite ambiguous here uh firstly like you said the the poem itself is falling apart but what uh, I also thought of was maybe it could also mean the the grandmother's frail aging body is falling apart, or it could also be a reference to the the speaker's like cultural identity mm. that's being uh, fractured. So the, the the what I got from this or the sense I got from this was uh, that the imagery of war, right, especially in the first half. Uh, I think maybe it could, uh, aside from being like, be, being there to convey like the intensity of, 
uh, of being kissed. I think it could also convey like using using uh, physical damage and destruction to convey uh, the entrenchment of Western culture upon mm. uh, other speakers on Vietnamese culture. So there's the sense of uh, cultural identity being being fractured, yeah, and such that you see in the the title itself, right, kissing Vietnamese. The act of kissing must be specified in Vietnamese to yeah. to assert as an attempt to assert this Vietnamese identity. And the irony is that the poem itself is written in English, so. So what if you can kiss your grandmother? So what if your grandmother kisses in Vietnamese? You can only relate the experience through your imagination. I mean, the phrase as if, right? In a different language that your grandmother might not even speak. So that's the fracturing of cultural identity and cultural lineage. Can you really connect with your family history, with your ethnic heritage, if you are an immigrant, if you're someone who's never gone through the horrors of war, for example? So some things to think about. Anything more for this poem? That's about it for now. Shall we move on to the next one? Yep.